Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to bring you the most recent news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. As always, don't forget to read all of the articles on the website to give the writers the credit that they're due, as well as in case I missed anything. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. On February 1st, from 7 to 9 p.m., students and community members of all backgrounds filled the Joe Crowley Student Union to celebrate the Lunar New Year. The Lunar New Year marks and celebrates the start of a lunar calendar. This year, the lunar calendar started on January 22nd. Li Yuan Tei, the residential director of Peavine Hall, used her own experiences to plan the event's activities. The menu for the night featured a variety of Asian cuisine from local Asian-owned businesses, including dumplings, roasted duck, and noodle dishes. Palais de Jade, E.G. Noodle House, and Honey Bakery provided the food options for the event. While the guests were enjoying the food, performers then took the stage. The Little Swan Dancers, a local performance group specializing in classical Chinese dances, took the stage before a martial arts exhibition. While the performances were happening, those in attendance had the opportunity to learn calligraphy, play mahjong, and roam the tables of Asian Pacific Islander-centered community organizations, sororities, and fraternities. Multiple students, especially those of the Asian Pacific Islander community, showed their appreciation of the festivities, including Caitlin Vai, who says it reminds her of the celebrations her family hosts. Quote, it was kind of exciting because being Chinese, it's always fun to like express my culture on campus. Doing things like mahjong reminds me of my family and everything like that. The event had anticipated 300 to 400 attendees, but 600 people filled the ballroom and staircases of the student union. Quote, Asian Pacific Islander students are a big part of the UNR community, but I personally haven't seen a lot of events that are particularly targeting this community. We wanted to make sure that this was something that can bring a lot of folks together, said Tay. Tay plans to organize another Lunar New Year celebration next year. In the upcoming celebration, she hopes to expand the size of the event and get lion dancers. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush copy editor Jess Cabrera. And with the conclusion of a news section, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sage Rush Spotlight. Nevada men's basketball team is back in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2018. Even though there was a rocky end to the season, losing their last three games, including their Mountain West Conference quarterfinal, the Wolfpack made it into the tournament for the very last at-large bid. There are two forms of bids to get into March Madness, an at-large bid and an automatic bid. An automatic bid is given to the teams who are the champions of their conference tournament. Having the best record and winning the regular season conference title does not qualify as a bid. You must win the conference tournament for the automatic bid. An at-large bid stands for all teams who didn't win their conference tournament, but whose record looks good enough to be selected by the NCAA Tournament Committee. The committee looks at overall statistics, wins, losses, and strengths of schedule when considering who should be an at-large bid. Because Nevada was one of the last teams to qualify, they will have to play an extra game before the tournament start on Thursday. This game was on Wednesday, March 15th against ASU. Whoever was to win this game will move on to the 11th seed and will go on to play TCU today. Even though the Pack lost their last three in-season games, Nevada still managed to finish 37th in the national rankings, which would bless them by the selection committee giving the Pack the literal last at-large bid available in the bracket. This story was written by the Nevada Sagebrush volunteer sports reporter Jalen Robinson. I'm going a little off script here. UNR did lose that game against ASU yesterday, so the men's basketball season is officially over. 
The Brushfire Literature Arts Journal celebrates the 75th edition with a contributor gallery. When the first edition of the journal was published in 1950, it didn't accept original submissions from the visual artists, only writing contributors. Today, the journal's emphasis is still bent towards writers, but Phoebe Kugel, the current editor-in-chief, hopes to balance the disciplines and land more submissions from the world of visual arts. Quote, we reached out to our contributors from the last three years, since 2020, and we were like, would you like to send us the originals that you have, or if you're a photographer, would you like to send us prints? And there was quite a large response from our artists. It kind of came to fruition in that regard, Kugel said. The gallery hosts many mediums, from that of collages to embroidery on canvas. Contributors like Lauren Saperstein, whose ink drawing Coy the Cat also appeared in the 74th edition, sent Brushfire staff the, the original work of art, bringing a piece they'd already featured in print onto the wall of the McNamara Gallery. Gallery. Quote, the gallery, it's not too focused. We didn't have any grand theme that people had to follow when they brought in their artwork, Google said. The only stipulations was that the featured artist had to be published in the last three editions, and that one of the four pieces they submitted had to be one that was already featured in the journal. The Brushfire Gallery is open in the CFA McNamara Gallery until today, March 17th. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Arts and Entertainment Editor Peregrine Hart. And that's going to bring this episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight podcast to a close. Don't forget to follow the Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram and Twitter at Nevada Sagebrush and me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. There's going to be no new episode next week, March 24th, due to spring break, but I'll be returning at the week after March 31st. This week's song of the week is Black by Pearl Jam. I've been your host, Patrick McNabb. Enjoy your spring break, and thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.